there's also a lot of talk around about the world's richest greyhound race, which will be conducted at Wentworth Park tonight. If you win this race, you get a million dollars, which is quite unbelievable. And uh, Wayne Billet, the deputy CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, joins us now to kick off Giddy Up on this Friday morning. Wayne, thanks very much for your time. What a time to be alive. Barrister, uh, uh, thank you for the opportunity to come onto your show. It's always appreciated. Yeah, it's exciting for us. Uh, it's you know our pinnacle event um, in in New South Wales, and um, yeah, the sixth running of the chase, and it just gets it just keeps on building momentum and that excitement um, around the series, which you know, we couldn't be happier with, to be honest. And I think it works well just being in Sydney and then being in Melbourne throughout the the series. Um, the build up's been amazing, and uh, the storylines have been out of this world, really. And I love the, especially those human interest stories that the, the million dollar chase has provided this year, but to have the Everest on the Saturday and the million dollar chase on the Friday night, I think that works for your race. Um, how have you found that this year? Gareth, for us, it's, if you're a racing enthusiast, there's nothing better, right? Um, than, yeah. than having these type of events together. And for the racing purists than that, we think it's you know they go hand in hand with each other. Um, there be there's plenty of people coming into the city uh, for the racing weekend, and that allows us to bring people into our um, sport and our industry and to showcase our top line uh, people. Um, you know, not only the participants but obviously the greyhounds as well. So for us, it's a perfect fit, to be honest. Yeah, and the other part about the this series that I think it works, and probably not so much for some of the interstate trainers, but. For a greyhound like a, a postman, Pat, for instance, that started off his career in New Zealand, went to Jason Thompson. Jason still plays a part with postman Pat, but the New South Wales trainers, because of the way that the series is set up, they get an opportunity basically to get some of the best dogs in their kennels, and it might only be for a couple of months um, throughout this, this series, but they get an opportunity to train these wonderful dogs in a bid to win this million-dollar chase. Our industry is based on a lot of hobby people and people who yeah. who will do it for a bit of fun, right? So it's really important that as an industry we support and give them opportunities. So you know the concept really hasn't. You know when we originated the concept, it was all about how do we embrace our people regardless of where they're from. And over the years we've been able to take it to different parts of the state. Like in the last year or two, we've taken it to Broken Hill. And who would have thought in Broken Hill that you had Mark Gelbridge and Robbie Britton, um, you know, two of the leading trainers, uh, if not in, you know, in Victoria, if not the country, um, targeted the Broken Hill series to get their dogs to qualify for this. I mean, normally those sort of dogs don't go to those sorts of venues. And you see that up in the Northern Rivers where you have the good Queensland dogs, you know, Jay's Jay Magistrate, and those dogs come down into Queensland. So what it does is it allows um, our participants in industry to be able to see these other great dogs from interstate come into these regional areas and compete. Um, and just that just creates a part of the excitement and the theatre of what the series is all about. Yeah, I totally agree. And you mentioned the, the country areas get a chance to see some of the best dogs and the best trainers head to their regions. And I remember having a chat on, on Giddy Up with Brom and Welsh. And to me, this is why I love racing. It doesn't matter what code. And now Brom and Walsh is in her early 60s. She's a hobby trainer. She's based at Mildura. Now, her closest greyhound track in Mildura is Horsham, which is three hours away, basically. Oh, no, it's Broken Hill, in fact. So Horsham's just over three hours. Broken Hill is their closest track. So if they go and trial the dog, 
they have to travel at least three hours to allow their dog to have a trial. So that's dedication itself. Um, but our Bronwyn was telling us the story. She, she rocked up to Broken Hill and she saw Robbie Britton and Mark Delbridge and she was just in awe of those two wonderful preparers of a greyhound. And she turned up with her dog and Kruger Lass and she's been a great buy for, for Bronwyn Walsh and she usually misses the kick and she did that night a little bit, but she found a way to win. And Bronwyn Walsh, that was her dream. That was her magical moment in her training career, the sport that she loves so much, the sport that she puts in so much time for. And then all of a sudden, she's got a dog in a, in a semi-final of a million-dollar chase. And then she tells us the story that she's never been to Sydney. She's never been to Wentworth Park. And she's got to make that 10- to 11-hour trip down that highway to compete against some of the best trainers and the best dogs in the world. And for me... That's what this race is all about. Um, and Kruger last didn't qualify for the final, of course, but that's what dreams are made of. And she she was able to to live her dream by winning a race in, at Broken Hill, which I think is terrific. And you can't write a better script than that, right? No. That, that's, that, that epitomises what our industry is all about. Those people, the dedication, as you said, they take the time out, they go and they trial their dogs at the venue, sometimes not only once but twice. They put the time and effort in. And, you know, that story in itself just says it all. And what also that story says that, you know, for those people who have those type of dogs in them areas, that they can be competitive and there is the opportunity. So in that scenario, then sets the platform for future people in them areas to say, listen, you know what, if Roman could do it, guess what? You know what, we can do this as well. Yeah. And that's what it's all about is embracing that. Uh, and obviously we have a lot of other supporting events around the chase as well so it's about just supporting that network of people and continue and you're right those human interest stories uh, are just sensational i was reading a story in the paper in, in sydney today and it mentioned the the dramatic rise of the everest and how far this race has come and now it's the premier race in sydney when i was growing up it was the golden easter egg for for greyhound participants are known as their dream especially if they were in new south wales was to win the egg do you think now in, the, in its sixth year that the, the million-dollar chase has surpassed the Golden Egg with innovation that this is the number one race now in your state? Nothing to take away from the egg. The egg has a fantastic tradition in our sport and is still seen as, as one of the pinnacle events that uh, any trainer wants to win with their greyhound. Um, you know, that's, that's where we want to get to. So I think now that you know, those sort of events are on level pegging, uh, they're different types of concepts, which is, which is great again. Um, so yeah, that's the whole idea. These races take a little bit of while to build momentum and get, get where they need to be to find their niche in, in, within the industry in the racing calendar. And there's no doubt in time that you know, as this evolves, uh, that, it, it, that it is our pinnacle event. And there's some terrific racing tonight. Not only is it the Million Dollar Chase, but we've got the Sydney Cup final at Group 2 level. I like, This is nearly my favourite race of the night outside of the, the Million Dollar Chase. We've got the Young Star final and the Veterans also, the Masters final, um, which is a terrific series. Some of the Greyhounds can turn back the clock and win a big race. So um, there's a consolation, of course, of the Million Dollar Chase as well. So a terrific night of chasing action at the best venue in the country at Wentworth Park for Greyhound Racing. Who wins the, the million-dollar chase? Postman Pat and Jay's Jay, the Queenslander and the New Zealander. Now, I say he's a New Zealander because he started off his career in New Zealand then went to Jason Thompson in Victoria. But um, who wins this year's million-dollar chase? 
or is there a winner outside those two two greyhounds fighting for favouritism? Uh, normally that great Gareth. Um, so I generally I generally put the mocker on something, but you're right. The depth of racing tonight across the ten races is unparalleled. It's just absolutely high quality. Uh, but for the Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase, I'm going to go with something uh, that adds a little bit of value. Uh, I'm going to go with the seven One Hot Bandit. Um, got to start from the reserves last week. Uh, I just think he's just drawn well. Um, and if he can just get the sit up that first turn, because inside there, that might be just because of the nature of the dogs that are drawn on the inside, there just might be that fraction of a hold up there. So I think that might give one hot bandit a real good crack at him. So I'm going to go for a bit of value with one hot bandit tonight. All right, Wayne. And I can't wait to get out to Wentworth Park. We're live throughout the night on SEN Track and all of our platforms. Corey Smith will be joining me. I'm looking forward to catching up with all of the participants, telling those wonderful stories, um, getting all of the emotion there as well after victory in a million-dollar chase or a, a Masters final or a Sydney Cup. It, it, it's going to be some night. The atmosphere will be electric. And, um, yeah, we're just proud from an SEN track point of view. And um, we're thankful with, um, with you guys there at Greyhound Racing New South Wales to allow us to, to, to cover this, this wonderful night, the night of night of Greyhound Racing. Pleasure, and uh, I look forward to seeing you trackside tonight, and uh, it should be an absolute cracking night. We'll have a chat then, mate. We appreciate your time, Wayne. Thank you. There's Wayne Bill at the Deputy CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Simon Orchard is our form guru for Greyhound Racing in New South Wales, of course, here on Giddy Up, and he joins us now for his preview of the Million Dollar Chase. Simon, good morning to you. Uh, I reckon you would have jumped out of bed with a couple of springs in your legs today. <laughs> Yeah, g'day, uh, Gareth. I just heard Wayne Billet put the uh, put the mock on one hop it. So good luck to Andy Lord taking out his second million dollar chase. No, I did, mate. It's it's a wonderful night. Uh, I know there's a lot happening around many of the codes at the moment, mate. But you only have to look at this card. Ten races kicking off just after six o'clock, and you've gone through a couple of them there. The young stars for the for the young dogs, of course. The maiden for some dogs that we haven't seen a lot of. The Masters Media was a wonderful concept from. Greyhound Racing New South Wales. And some of these dogs, Gareth, would honestly not look out of place in a million-dollar chase yeah. final at their absolute best. And then, of course, you've got the Consolation, the Sydney Cup. And then the big one, mate, just before 8.30. Cannot wait to get to Wenty Park. And you're right, there's something special about driving in by well, Wenty Park in general. So historic, so much history. Uh, it's a wonderful place to go. But on nights like this, mate, there's a certain buzz in the air. So I cannot wait to get down there. Yeah, so for mine, when you have a look at great sporting venues in this country, so Flemington and Randwick are the highlights in racing, especially Flemington. You, you walk into Flemington, it's got that aura about it. Like, you, you know that there's there's something special about that place. The MCG is the holy grail for sport in this country. Um, there's no doubt about that. And you go to Lords, of course, um, in England, and they've all got that special touch about them. And I think for greyhound racing, it's Wentworth Park. It's in the heart of Sydney. It's got a great history, the sport. And I think this is the big advantage that Greyhound Racing New South Wales have is that they've got a venue like Wentworth Park because it, it allows the sport in a way to remain relevant in, in one of the, the greatest cities of the world. And you don't have to travel too far. You can come for a bit of a holiday. You can stay at some wonderful places in Sydney and you can just stroll down to Wentworth Park to enjoy a terrific night of chasing action. It's got that wonderful aura about it as well, Winnie Park. Yeah, it sure does, G. And, you know, a lot of those 
venues you mentioned have been modernised, I guess, or had additions over the years to make them more participant or spectator friendly, I guess you would say. But Wentworth Park, mate, there's still still a lot of relics from the past there. And it's just great to get down there. Every time I, I, I go and talk to some of the old participants, they talk about the time when the bookies would line from end to end, both sides of the track. And you just, you can't even picture it now. It's changed a little bit, mate. Obviously, a lot of our, uh, our punters and our fans are watching from home in the comfort of their own lounge room. But if you get a chance to get down, especially on Saturday nights, I know we're racing tonight uh, ahead of what is a big race card of the Everest tomorrow. But normally on a Saturday, mate, people come from the races across and they've had... Yeah a whale of a time at the thoroughbreds and then they head on down to the dogs just to continue on enjoying themselves. And you mentioned that beautiful location. I can almost guarantee our dogs coverage tonight will start with, <laughs> with a panning out shot of Centrepoint Tower or, or some of the old buildings around Wenty there and we'll end up on the track. And it really is picturesque. The fish market just around the corner is still undergoing some renovations. But I tell you what, once that's finished, mate, there'll be no reason for people who are in the area not to just drop in and see what's going on. If you've never seen a dog race, it's a beautiful place to watch. And hopefully we can fill it out tonight because we've got Shannon Noel obviously entertaining the crowd and he draws uh, a big group of people wherever he goes. Can't wait for that. How do we back a winner first of all? Go through your specials there on Million Dollar Chase Night there at Wentworth Park. Yeah, look, obviously there's heaps, uh, heaps of good racing on. Look, I think... And the price is probably a bit short at the moment. But race two, number one, Zipping Megatron, mate. Absolutely missed the kick last week in the heat for this uh, million-dollar chase made and ended up running around 30 seconds flat. But it trialled in 29.5, Gareth. So, look, all it has to do is get out. Last week, honestly, it looked like a, tro- a shopping trolley with no wheels. That's how um, how helter-skelter it was at the start. I think the price is probably too short. But if it drifts a little bit, Zipping Megatron looks a really good bet from the one box for Jace Magri. So that's race two, number one. We move on to uh, race five, uh, the Masters Media for the older dogs. Really like the look of Aston Barrick out wide. So that's race five, number eight. Doesn't really love pressure, this dog. So likes to race from the pinks. Got a really good record. 15 starts for five wins and four minors. And I just think from the draw, might be able to stay out of the ruck. If it can get a nice run around, it doesn't mind being three or four off the fence going through the first turn. So race five, number eight. Aston Barrick, and I think you'll be getting a bit of a better price than some of the dogs near the inside. The Sydney Cup, mate, race six, number one, Zohar Bale. Look, I think Zipping Vanessa deserves favouritism. She was brilliant last week out on the arm. Ritza Piper did the same thing. I think the collective margin in the heats, Gareth, was about 20 lengths for these two dogs. So you, you look at that on paper and think, well, who's going to overturn it? Zohar Bale, much better drawn today in box one. Mark Delbridge, Obviously, we know how much he's achieved in the Greyhound game. I just think Zohar Bar was really running on well late in the heats last week. So race six, number one, Zohar Bar. Wouldn't mind having a bet there. And then, of course, we get to the big one, mate. Race eight, the million-dollar chase final. I like JSJ. Now, uh, look, box to perfection, seven starts from the strikes for six wins in a second. That only miss came over a shorter trip, Gareth. And I really think last week we saw the best of this uh, brilliant Queensland, a 29.45 which will win the million-dollar chase if he can repeat that tonight. I know Postman Pat's the spruik dog. There's a lot of chat about just how good he was last week considering he's only had one or two looks at the track. He went 29.58. I really think it's going to be on in earnest to the first turn. If Postman Pat jumps like he did uh, last week and goes 5.41 to the first mark, he's probably going to lead. And then it's just a matter of whether anything can get around him. JSJ wasn't that quick to the first point last week. Uh, I guess if you wanted some value, I know Wayne Billett tipped one hot bandit. I don't mind Tinker Norm, uh, G. You go back and look okay. at the replay and some of the some of the older um, 
blokes who've been around the game for a long time have messaged me this week saying, just go have a look at that again. He went by the kennels on the first turn. He was three, four, five wide. He had no right to win the race. Uh, he trialled at the track in 30 and 40, G, and I think a lot of people looked at that and went, well, hang on, this dog can't win. Uh, had a couple looks at the trial, and it just looked like he was on a Sunday stroll around. I spoke to Craig Burns yesterday. He reckons the dog is cherry ripe, and he, he made a good point. He said, how many dogs have come up against Postman Pat uh, three times and beaten him twice? Tinker Norm yeah. is one of the only dogs. So, look, if you want a bit of value, I think Tinker Norm last check was about the $8 price and $2 the place from box six. I think he's a good each-way bet, but I really like Jay's Jay from the good draw, the great kennel, and dog who we already know is a superstar. I think tonight he can be the first Queensland winner of the Million Dollar Chase. Good on you, mate. We appreciate your time. We'll catch up with you tonight when we're live there on SEN Track at Wentworth Park for Million Dollar Chase Night. Appreciate that, mate. Cheers.